2: Boomer Geo coming to you live from the Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Chiefs and Ravens, Lions and 49ers on championship weekend. Boomer goes viral for his zoot suit. All that is out there for you at
3: 877-337-6666. Who went more viral, me or Jason Kelsey? Probably Jason
2: Kelsey, but it was close.
3: I would say so. And I also saw that Jason Kelsey before the game was drinking out of bowling balls. I he was I, doing
2: that. Yeah. I guess that's
3: a thing up there in Buffalo.
2: Apparently he went to the tailgate and wanted to be one of the guys. So he took his shirt off and he was drinking and he jumped out into the crowd and back into the booth. There there was a it
3: was I mean, I'd like to hang out with that guy. Yeah. I mean he was having a great time. I gotta take him to Stevens talk house. Yeah. And I can really uh, light it up then.
2: Yeah, he was having a blast. There is one video out there that I think is better than all of the Jason Kelsey videos, and it's when Travis Kelsey scores his second touchdown. They go up to the booth to show Taylor Swift hugging her friend. Yeah. And and Patrick Mahomes Sr. turns around and looks at them in, like, disgust. And it's just hilarious knowing Patrick Mahomes Sr. He just, like, turns around like, who did what, like people just showed up? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Where have you been the last five yeah, years? That's, that's exactly. the vibe I got. When he turns around, like you see his face, he just turns around like, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, it was great. And you know Patrick Mahomes Sr. is, he's got a great personality. We know he pitched for the Mets, all that stuff. And you remember last year at the AFC championship game, he was smoking a cigar. He goes, oh, what do you? What cigar are you smoking? He goes, I'm smoking on a Joe Burrow. <laughs> the guy's the best. Yeah. So you could just know he's like, I don't want her up in this suite. I could just hear him like, I don't need this, man. It's like Everything
3: was great before she got here. Um, but anyway, that well, was. got to be complete madness. And now she's probably going to go to Baltimore this weekend, I would think. Yeah, I mean, she has to. No, right? I, I cool. did ask a question <clears throat> yesterday, and, and nobody really had an answer. Except for Coach, he said, win or lose. I said, guys, you think Travis goes back to Kansas City on Taylor's jet? Or do you think he comes down to New York? Because maybe Andy gives them off until Wednesday. And Coach said, well, did they win or did they lose? Hmm. Well, I said, let's say they win. He goes, eh, I think he would probably go back with his teammates because when you win and you got another game you got you got to be you got to be locked in
2: let me tell you something if he didn't go back with his teammates i know he's he's very well respected there but Listen, you're on a, uh, another Super Bowl run here, man. You got to go back with your team. Yeah, you, you feel like you got to lock it in, right? And she could fly to Kansas City on her jet if, if she wanted to spend time with them and then go back to New York, no problem. I mean, she's worth right. a billion dollars, for God's sakes. Did Tony Romo
3: call Jason Kelsey the brother in law?
2: Yeah, I mean, he so he keeps doing that, and people think he's making mistakes. He's doing that on purpose. He's having fun with it. Yes. Like, twice he said that, oh, there's Travis Kelsey's wife. So he said it once that the first time might have been a mistake. But then he got so much heat for it, he went back and did it again, which I know he was doing that just to troll people. Well,
3: yeah, had you had Travis give it to the heart, and heart then he did the brother.
2: But that was a really funny line, by the way, because like, they're showing Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. I mean, uh, Jason Kelsey's in the background, no shirt on, with a with a Bud Light in his hand, and he goes up, oh, and your brother-in-law's behind you. It was just perfect because Is that, that a was Bud a light good line. Or a Bush by it might, I don't even know it was. It was a, some weird beer. It wasn't a Bud
1: Light. It was, and I wasn't sure it was a Bush Light. It was some other strange looking. It could have
3: been like a Buffalo beer or some yeah, sort maybe. of IPA or something like that. Yeah, probably. And he was, he was housing it.
2: Yeah, I wonder how many beers it takes for him to get where he wants to get drunk wise. Like 15, like a guy like that, that thick you know what I'm saying, like shotgunning. Yeah, I mean, in the way he climbed back into that box, it was like he he had the agility of a gorilla.
3: Well, that's why that guy has to continue to play. Like, why would he retire? I mean, you know why he would retire. I mean, it's a—it's a, it's he a, it's a so lot. Much money, he's so popular, and you know he'll make some more money doing whatever he wants to do after his uh, career's over. But he spent over a decade getting his,
2: his face bashed in, and he doesn't want to go to training camp anymore. Well, he's made
3: I, enough I, money. If the Eagles were smart, they would say, "Hey, you know, we'll give you a—we'll give you another fifteen to twenty million and come back for another year, and you know, we're going to take it easy. You don't have to really deal with training camp, all that kind of stuff." Just stay in shape and then, you know, about two weeks out, you come back in and let's go. Mm. I, I the, it will I mean the, the jumping that that's that is an NFL center. Yeah, yeah. And he is jumping in and out of the, the sky by the suite. Yeah. Like he looks like a wide receiver.
2: No, I know. It was but I mean he just got done playing, so obviously he's in great shape. Um, but you know, that that changes over the course of an offseason. This this is what's gonna happen. He's either gonna get to that point in June, late June. Where he doesn't want to go to training camp or he's going to say, man, I really want to go
3: back and I want to do this again. No, and- for one more year, just promise me we're not doing a stupid tush push. <laughs> because you I think he likes doing that. No, no, he doesn't like He doesn't? It. No, 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 no. I thought he liked it. And he goes, supposedly when he snaps the ball, he yells out, F my life. Oh, really? Yeah, He snaps it to jail and he goes, F my life! Oh, okay. And they go and do the tush push and, you know, it's not, it's not the... It's great when you watch it. I love it. But I guess if I were in the middle of it, I'd hate it.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I guess I can understand that, especially when you are a veteran in the NFL. Mike's up in Yonkers. Going on, Mike. Hey, what's going on, Gio? How are you? Good, man. What's up? Not much. Listen, booms. I mean, come on now. That's a lab- that blue
3: light. Oh, is that that's what, what it is? was. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, sort I of like a northern Canadian type of thing,
3: right? I I guess so. Dr- Drink it on. Drinking out of a tournament, your, your boys didn't, you know, the wasps, they would kill you. The Chicklets guys, come on now. Yeah, I know. You know what? They do, we, we do, when we go up there, we do drink Labatt. Yeah, there's no question about it. Or yeah. Holson. Labatt Blue
2: Light. Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess so. That's what, yeah, I've seen it there.
3: Look at that guy. That guy is, that's an awesome teammate right there. That, yeah. that reminds me of being back in the day with one of your lunatic teammates that just completely loses himself. Yeah,
2: and and Eddie's asking, you know, was that a smaller beer can? No, that's a regular-sized beer can. He's got
3: meat hooks for a That's
2: just... That is is orangutan hands, is what he's got. (laughs) That's what he's got. He's just holding that thing, and he he makes it look like one of those mini soda cans that you get,
3: you know? I mean, between Patrick Mahomes' dad, Pat Mahomes, looking at... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Swift and her friends. Yeah, you got Brittany Holmes with the black hat on, and the, I'm I'm Brittany because I got number fifteen on. And then you got <laughs> Jason Kelsey without a shirt on. And what a what
2: a bizarre party that was, huh?
3: Oh my god, yes. Man. What That's a bizarre
2: fun. party, and it worked out for him again, again. It worked out for him. Then you hear all this stuff too about like these these rumblings. Obviously, there was that fake report the dog got duped by where. Andy Reid was going to retire before <laughs> the game. Um, but you hear all these reports about how or rumblings that, that Andy Reid could actually step away um, after this season. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where he's at mentally. It's hard for me to sit here and judge health-wise, whatever. But, I mean, they this is like an all-time run. Oh, right yes, so it mean, is, and it's going to continue. This doesn't happen all the time, and if he is healthy enough and he can do it, like you can't you can't bail on it
3: now, man. I mean, is Patrick Mahomes gonna take his team to like ten or twelve straight AFC championship games? I mean, it's possible. Uh huh. I mean, he's lost guys too, man. I mean, it's not like Yeah, I like no. I was saying yesterday, they don't have Tyreek Hill, but they do have Isaiah Pacheco. They do have a top five defense, and you know, and they still have Travis Kelsey, who's very good at what he's doing, and they found Rasheed Rice. You also hear things about you know, Kelsey may
2: retire too with Jason Kelsey. Both Kelsey brothers may retire after the year. Well, but, I, I mean, can see you know, him
3: retiring because he's got Taylor Swift that he's going to marry this summer, right? Yeah, or he's going to
2: pop the question this summer or something. Yeah, and and, and by the way, I did. I, I said that they were going to get married. He said, "When does this end? When do they break up?" I said, "I think they're getting married." You could just feel it, and it does feel like it's trending in that direction. Um, but we had the same thing going on a couple of years ago, right? Like with Sean McVeigh and Aaron Donald. Remember that? Yeah, like Sean McVeigh and Aaron Donald were going to retire. McVeigh was going to go to the booth.
3: Like, all this stuff starts creeping up at the end of the seasons about weird retirements. Well, 17 games is a long time, and Jason Kelsey doesn't miss a lot of games. No. And that's, that's, that is some serious, serious damage to your body. There's no, and you can't even imagine what it must be like for him on one of those tush push plays at the bottom of all of that humanity. Oh, my God. Listen, man,
2: we, we used to do this thing. I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. It was Bellport football. Before the game, we would pile on top of each other. So, like, people would get down on the bottom. Yes. And then the entire team would just go on top of you. And how someone didn't die during this. And then, like, you had to strategically, like, not be the guy underneath there. Because the weight, because there was we had, like, a million guys on the team. Because no one got cut. So, if you wanted to play, you play so there's like the weight of of
3: seventy-five men on top of you I in think, football. You know what? I, re- I think my senior year we're playing at home at East Islip, and I wanna say it was either Amityville or North Babylon did exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And we just stood there like in utter shock, saying, What are these idiots doing? It was the worst. It was the absolute. I think worst. they made the JV kids dive oh, down do, and then but, all the uh, then all the varsity kids jumped on top of them. Yeah, course. if you if you were right, if you were an underclassman
2: or you weren't a starter, you had to like at least try to get in there at some point. And I remember, of course, the one time, or the last time I did it, and then I was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. Where I got down, the, the like, one of the first ones, <laughs> Coach Sip just like kind of stood there for a while, and then like he had a conversation with the ref, and like he hadn't talked to us yet, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm gonna bring it. <laughs> Help! Help! I mean, you think you're gonna die. I know. I mean, it is. It, I mean, and then, like, you know, they're just waiting, and then, you, normally it would be quick. And then, like, you gotta wait for everybody to unpile, and you're just like, oh. You know, why? thinking about
3: that, you guys used to do that too. I, that uh, doesn't surprise me because that's like the dumbest thing. It yeah. really was the dumbest thing. And,
2: and <laughs> so. You know the tush push. We're talking NFL football guys hitting you. Like I, I'll never quite understand that, but at least the 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 pi- being on the bottom of a pile of uh, the seventy men, I do understand that.
3: Yeah, but you know at least the, the tush push. There's there's an ending, and hopefully it's a first down. Right, and you're trying to accomplish something, but to run out on the field, dive, dive on the ground, and have your entire <laughs> team jump on top of you is the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I looked at that, I was like. Yeah, and we did that. That game's the game's over. Yeah, yeah, we know. Right we... there, the game is over because you know three or four of those guys have knocked either had the wind knocked out of them, <laughs> or somebody busted a finger, or separated a shoulder. I oh mean, my God, Jesus! <laughs> and every time you could hear people at the bottom just like, oh, get off, get it, off. God, enough of this, I can't breathe. Oh my God! Would you have? Uh, like if you were claustrophobic, you couldn't
2: do that. Oh, uh, you know, and, and I am. That's one thing. I am. I am not good with the tight spaces like that. It was. It was brutal. That's why. I mean, I did. Like if you go down there once, I felt like you were good for the season. You know what I'm saying? Like if you and I and i will be like, listen, I did it last week. I already did this. <laughs> but you got to sacrifice <laughs> oh, yourself I could once. I definitely see you doing that. I, oh, hey, hey,
3: hey, I did this once. I'm not doing it again. Hell, man, I didn't want I my, did my sternum crack. And if you make me do it again, I'm quitting. <laughs> Basically, it yeah, yes. It was that was it was frightening. I mean,
2: honestly, <laughs> when you're at the bottom of that thing and you don't know when you're getting out, and like you're you're it's tough to breathe and you can't inhale because there's weight on you and but you're like shoved into the ground.
3: I told you it was like when uh, Bob Golick was Bob Golick. Who's the other Golick brother? Mike? No, it was Bob. It was Bob. Yeah. It was Bob Golick who uh, I fumbled a snap in Cleveland. And he was the nose tackle for the Browns. And he was at the bottom of the pile. You know, he's trying to rip the ball out of my hands and everything. And he was on DMSO. That's that ointment that they put on horses. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they put, he he had DMSO on. So the side effect of DMSO. Is horse breath. I mean, literally horse breath. <laughs> and when you're on the bottom of a pile, and he's a, <gasps> 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 oh my god, he's trying to grab the ball. I mean, it it is like I I was gagging at the bottom Man. of the pile. <gasps> 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 god. And then that week he was supposed to make a, an appearance at my boot store in Cleveland.
2: You canceled it.
3: No, I told <laughs> him. I said if you ever do this crap again, just whatever you do, don't show up at the store. With DMSO in your body, because you stink. Right, you're going to ruin the goddamn event. I mean, you got to, I have some, have some professional, like, I don't, etiquette. Couth. Couth? serious. Etiquette.
2: You, you Neanderthal weirdo.
3: God, you're putting horse liniment on your ass. <laughs> God money and it's coming out your mouth. Oh, it's Disgusting.
2: God, I can't even imagine the stuff that guys were doing to their bodies back then, Ugh. like the the steroids and the and the horse ointments and the God knows
3: what. Jesus, I mean, it, the Adderall. Adderall, yeah. Well, Adderall came in. To, that was the the Legion of Doom was all on Adderall. Yeah, Legion the of thing. Boom. Boom. Yeah, the Legion of Boom. What that was Who's big... the Legion of Doom. Was there a Legion of Doom?
2: Was that the that, was was that the was movie? The, the Road
1: Warriors wrestlers.
2: That Legit was a of Legion
3: doom. of Doom. Yeah, it also might be like a comic book villain situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, a Legion of Boom was, yeah, of course, the Seattle secondary. That's right, and they got nabbed for that. Did they, they? A couple did. guys got suspended for that.
2: Yeah, and then like a baseball, like Greenies, which was essentially like pre Adderall. Adderall was like a big thing with the amphetamines, right? They yeah, because they, they had to
3: get up every day after going out late at night.
2: We should have a bowl of amphetamines here in the newsroom for us. I mean, just you know, pop them. You know, you know how. The, the architect's got all the candy in his office. Yes. You should replace that with Adderall and amphetamines. I mean, that would just be so much better for us. We just pop in there. Instead of a Starburst, you take a Adderall, and then boom, we're focused for the show. Shows would be better. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we, we would be locked in. You know? I mean, get those little mini Twix out of there, and let's get some drugs in there. <laughs> it's Boomer and Geo on the fan mm-hmm. and CBS Sports Network.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over twenty eight million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Make throw it. back a bottle of beer.
3: It's it's it. Ryan. Ryan. I'm look home for
2: your hair. It's it's Ryan. Throw back a, a bottle of beer. Riot. Uh, Boomer caused a zoot suit riot yesterday on the NFL today. It was the talk of the world with your pinstripe suit, and you're going to go back to it for the Super Bowl. That was some breaking news this morning on Boomer and Geo that this was not a one-time thing. The zoot suit will be coming back for Super Bowl 58. It's a big
3: deal, man a huge deal for victor yes. talbot and you zoot suit right i thought you look yeah. great right thank you jerry i appreciate that some people like it some people don't, and I don't what's really not to a, like don't really give a flying. <laughs> <It doesn't> <laughs> you know what i got a lot from um
2: from my italian friends they didn't like the fact that you know you being a norwegian was trying to pull off the mafioso I, look. I, stop it you that was that it. was I'm offensive so sorry, to guys.
3: i'm sorry guys was you offensive. It you know benny the taylor liked it victor liked it that's all i care you know they said they look like Sean Stilato, Tommy Cutlet's agent. Huh, good. I like it. I should have wore a hat, too. A top hat would have top been really maybe. cool. I'll wear a top hat this week on the road in Baltimore. Oh, save that for the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, exactly. You save anything. top hat in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, a showman. By, by the way, we have, I'm sure we had huge uh, audience last night because I could tell by my uh, feed, which I could tell every week You know, most people are more worried about what we're wearing than what we're saying. And then, of course, uh, you know, next week we'll have a, a huge audience for the AFC Championship game.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine the number that this game is going to get, the Bills-Chiefs game. It had everything. It had an earlier start. It had two great teams. It came down to the end. It's freezing across most of the country. People are not out doing things. It's a Sunday night. You get ready for work the next day. I mean, this is going to be a massive, massive audience. It could break records. Like I think this game could break records for a divisional weekend easily. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on, man? We're brought to you by Town
1: Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And this was a close game. It was a back-and-forth game. We had it on the fan. Westwood won. Kevin Harlan. There's the shotgun snap. Hand off Pacheco. Knifing his way. Touchdown. He gets in over the left guard. He just had a burst, and it gives Kansas City six. Touchdown run. Isaiah Pacheco. And that was Kevin Harlan. Great point. Westwood one. Makes sure yes, wonder why they
3: wouldn't have handed it to him the next time they were down there as opposed to Cole Hardman. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Cole Hardman had a fumble earlier in the game, too.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, Andy Reid, as smart as he is, to put the ball in that guy's hand in a critical situation where he could basically, you know, put the
3: Bills away is is crazy. It's not it, it was amazing. I think the Bills ran something like 47 total plays. Four of those 47 were kneel downs. So essentially they ran 43 plays. They had 21 first downs, only four for. And only four third downs. They punted once and they scored twenty seven points. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in in forty one plays. Yeah.
1: Not too bad. So the go ahead touchdown by Pacheco. Then later in the fourth quarter, not with time winding down, but we were under two minutes. You had the Bills with a nice drive, didn't get in the end zone. Was that the drive Diggs dropped the ball onto? Yes. So later on, here you go, the fourth down play. The
4: snap is good,
1: the ball put down, the kick was Ooh. up, and no good! Wide right, wide right! The Bills kicker missed a field goal, wide right! Jubilation for the Chiefs sideline! One forty-three to go!
0: Missing wide right
1: from forty four. Kevin Harlan oh. <laughs> would Yes, and then Pacheco would get the first down, and so the Bills would run out of time. They couldn't, didn't have enough timeouts left. They couldn't and stop and the run it out. Oh, yeah, they couldn't. Exactly, he, they convert, and that was it. Do you have the Bills call the missed field goal? Not much. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not great. Give me one second, and I will I put just off. I figured they'd you. be devastated. Yeah, it's not as bad as you think.
4: Snap by Ferguson, hold by Martin, kick by Bass is on the way. And it is no good. No
3: good wide to the right. Got to be, the good coach, call. Got Nothing. to give Coach Cowell credit. But, you know, he was talking in the studio with us as this drive is unfolding. And we're talking about, okay, we're going into overtime. <clears throat> he goes, no, we're not. So why not? He goes, I don't trust the – do you trust the Bills kicker? Do you trust this situation? <clears throat> And I'm like, well, it's not Harrison Butker, it's not Justin Tucker, but you know, let's give the guy his do. He had a good season. And sure enough, there was But not only was. that
1: too, there was still a lot of time left for Mahomes to get down the field and Get them in position to win it. Even if he made the kick,
2: yes, you know. And if Paul Allen, the Vikings play-by-play guy, <laughs> was doing that, I mean, you've heard him at the end oh, of these yeah. games. Yeah. he's like, wide right. You got to be effing kidding me <laughs> <You're> <laughs> again. Right. Don't do it to me. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> it's true. I think part of that though is that there was still a lot of time left, and they had it, the game wasn't over. Even, Even though, though it's
2: right, but I mean at that point you're talking about football sh- game and it's
1: wide right, no doubt for the Bills. We wait. There's a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is no good. Norwood missed. Four seconds left. The Giants have won Super Bowl 25
3: by the score of 20 to 19. Scott Norwood missed in his moment in the sun. Oh boy.
2: Yeah, is that Jack Buck. Is that who that is? I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, so it is. It was.
1: Yeah. Tough. Man. Tough, Man. tough, Man. tough. Man. Stram, baby. this morning. Uh, here was Josh Allen. Do not blame this loss on uh, Tyler Bass. You know, I wish it wouldn't have been put in that situation. You know, it's, it's, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. He threw for 186 yards and a touchdown in the loss. Also ran for 72 and scored two times on the ground. Uh, Sean McDermott knows Chiefs continue to stand in their way postseason time. Obviously, the season just got over, but... Uh, we'll turn over every leaf this offseason, and, um, you know, I'm fully confident in this football team, fully confident in our staff, and, um, you know, we're within a whisker of tying, tying that game. And maybe- well, they didn't die the game, but they were close. Uh, here was Andy Reid. The D uh, didn't start so great, but uh, pretty good late. Defense started off a little
3: slow, and then they picked it up. I'm so proud of them and the job that they did uh, in that second half. Spags had a great game plan, <clears throat> and the guy he made a couple little adjustments there, and the guys did a nice job with that.
1: And as you point out, the Chiefs didn't have the ball a ton, but when they did, they made it count. Patrick Mahomes threw for 215 and two scores. He gets that road playoff. Win at Orchard Park, not in Kansas City. But as he points out,
4: yeah, I think guys took it as a challenge. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'll, I'll say that we played in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. We lost that one. I didn't like to bring that one up, but I mean, it's it's we've played basically road road playoff games before. I guess he's tired of that. Yeah, but
3: that that playoff game was also the COVID playoff uh, Super True. Bowl. There are only twenty five thousand fans there, and Tampa Bay's defense beat them up pretty good. That was also the stuff with um, Andy Reid's son. Going into mm. that Super Bowl. That that had an adverse effect on the team. You know, uh I, w- I was just thinking about Patrick Mahomes. He going into this game, he had played forty-nine road games. He was thirty-eight and eleven in those forty-nine road games. That's a pretty good percentage. Yeah, so now he's thirty-nine and eleven on the road. <laughs> thirty-nine and wow. fifty. That's seventy
1: eight percent, right? <laughs> That's oh <unbelievable>. my god. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh Chiefs, Ravens, three P. M. Uh, we'll have it on the fan. It'll be on CBS, of course, the AFC Championship game, which is where the Chiefs lived, uh, have lived for the last six years. Meantime, the Lions don't get to the championship game very often. Matter of fact, you got to go back 32 years, the last time they did it until now.
2: Now motion across from Amon Ross St. Brown. The give is to Reynolds, up the middle, and into the end zone for a Lions touchdown. Craig Reynolds had his first
1: career-rushing touchdown earlier this year. And now a playoff touchdown. Yep, that was Kevin Kugler. Westwood won on the fan. Lions win 31-23. That was part of it. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Eight catches for 77 yards and a score. Jared Goff, 287 and two TDs. Here was Dan Campbell's Solid offense tonight.
0: Offensively, we knew we had to
3: be patient against that defense. And, uh, and it paid dividends in the second half. So, really proud of, of everybody that's a part of this.
1: And Goff played well and talks about playing for Dan Campbell.
3: Dan's... The greatest leader I've been around and and has cultivated this culture we have and um our belief in each other pretty significantly. And um yeah, you think about the dark times there early on in 2021, a lot of people calling for his head, a lot of people in this room calling for his head.
1: But look at them now. They're gonna go play the 49ers in the NFC championship game. The Bucks go home. Todd Bowles thoughts afterwards? Our
4: message is obviously we're disappointed because anything short of the Super Bowl was our goal. Uh, we weren't good enough today. We fought all year. I was very proud Baker of Baker
1: Mayfield, 349. It's so three. hard to <laughs> say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. To <laughs> Two int's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So you've got Chiefs Ravens at 3, and then you'll have the Lions and the 49ers at 630 on Sunday. And I play one more from this Nightcap podcast because Shannon Sharp sounds like you now as I listened a little bit more. Okay. No, no, when you talk about the criticism from players families all right when they were talking about this cowboy mess that's going on here was shannon sharp in terms of when he played
3: when you understand and you talk about that sorry you know what that mofo can't do this that might be somebody's son you sit next to that (laughs) might be somebody's husband
1: so everything you've mentioned for years and years he echoed right there
3: he's right too and i mean it's like it's one thing if you have so we, we would all go home and we would all complain privately that this guy screwed up, right? You know, whatever. And everybody does it. It's just natural. Now you got social media and everything else. So everybody has an opportunity to get their voice heard. Okay, fine. But man, when family members start getting involved and it's public and they put it on the, the out there on Facebook or on X or whatever else. I mean, it is just, I mean, that's a bad job by the family members. like. Just, hey, pipe down, support your loved one, great, but don't rip into his teammates. Right.
2: Get rid of Dak's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, that
1: was, was C.D. Lamb's mom, apparently, that said get rid of Dak's ass. I mean, she
3: owes him an apology, at least. I would certainly think so, yeah. What, are, what if you're C.D., do you reach out to Dak? I would. If, if you there think is, he would? Do you if think there he is, would?
1: I don't think he would. If they're as tight as he claimed to be I, mean, I would hope so just gave just threw him like 150 passes this year i know and mike um, i made him a lot of money because i'm sure he's up for an extension too yeah, yeah I mean, how but how
3: about your, your son dropped the pass to the sideline and his body language sucks i mean
2: you see all the people like and so what she said on facebook cd's mom was not just all in one post like it was the first thing was dak ain't it and then other people were responding like agreeing with her and then she kept going on and on and on and so like that's the classic echo chamber situation where these people are probably sycophants to her because C D is her son, and then it just spirals and spirals and she sit there complaining on Facebook. Like
3: it kinda kinda happened here most with adult Zach women Wilson's do. <laughs> exactly. Like Wilson's mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. On Instagram, yes.
1: Think about if you're doing if you're on the fan in Dallas this morning, you're talking about <laughs> Tad Prescott. Yeah. Whatever Parson's brother's name is. Whatever CD Lamb's mom's name is, it's not about the team. It's about the siblings and it's the parents. about the drama behind the scenes. Holy cow! What a mess! Uh, Clippers beat the Nets one twenty five one fourteen. LA ends the game on a twenty two nothing run. They outscored Brooklyn in the fourth quarter, forty one to fifteen. Number fourteen, Illinois beat Rutgers yesterday, eighty six to sixty three. You've got Hofstra and Stony Brook coming up later tonight. The Rangers beat the Ducks 5-2, to two, and they did it going away. Manajad, long pass off the boards to Kreider. save by Dostal. And he scores on the rebound. Now, Sam Rosen on MSG. Kreider on the storm. Had a goal and two assists. The Rangers uh, score four times in the third for a 5-2 win. Will Coyle tied the game midway through the third. It was Artemi Panarin on the power play with the go-ahead goal. Uh, here was Coyle on his trip you know, we were
4: just trying to get pucks on net all game and um,
3: just try to fight to the front of that. That was kind of, you know, my plan all game, just get to the front of that. And um, it's a great shot there by the Troops to get it through, and I just got to stick on it.
1: Rangers now 29-15-2. As for the Islanders, we know now about the coaching change to Patrick Waugh. How about an overtime win?
2: Matt Barzell, a nice defensive play to take it from him. And now Barzell starts ahead, banked it on for Bull Horvath with a path to the net.
1: That was Brendan Burke on
2: MSG. But how the hell does this happen? Three, to the five. Like, n- this came out of absolutely nowhere with Patrick Waugh. So, no, I mean, no, obviously. No, if,
3: you're, if you're an Islander fan, no, no, you no, didn't follow the team. Well, yes, with the, the coach. But Patrick yeah. Waugh? No one was saying that. Well, Lou Lamarillo knows all about Patrick Waugh. And I think, I, I don't want to speak for Islander fans. I certainly don't want to speak for my son-in-law because I don't discuss this stuff with him. But I, I think this team needed a wake-up call. And this is a huge swing. I mean this is like, okay, baby, it's you know, it's the bottom of the ninth. I'm trying to save a season and I need somebody in here who's gonna change the uh, communication completely, like blow it up. Yeah. And that's exactly what Patrick will do. He'll come in here. Now look, he's a hothead and he's gonna say, Look, when you're coming to the bench off your shift, you better be coming full speed. No no lollygagging to the bench, that kind of crap. Right. And he's gonna you know, when you look at their their statistics, and I was reading this morning that Patrick Waugh is an analytic guy, and he can see that at the bottom of the league, the Islanders are in so many different categories that he knows exactly what needs to be fixed. And number one is going to be defense, and number two is going to be breakout and to limit the turnovers. So this, this is a huge swing by Lou Lamarillo. Um I think it's, I would think if you talk to the majority of Islander fans, you would think they like it. Oh, yeah. It's
2: just, and obviously we knew all the blown leads in the third period. We talked to Peter Schwartz about it last week. It's just that Patrick Wah, who is a Hall of Famer, you know, you're talking about Canadians, Avalanche, hasn't coached in a while, no ties to Lou previously, I don't think well, or they Long Island. Of course,
3: they of course, but they, they know, know each, other. each other. It just, I right. mean, that was it was his, shocking. His best buddy was uh, uh, Mike Bossy, or somebody he looked up to was Mike Bossy. I, I should mean, say, because they were neighbors, but it was shocking. It was him. It, it's, it's no doubt. I, I listen. Peter Schwartz sat in here and said, "What about Bruce Brujo? But he did not mention Patrick Watt at all. But I, I have to say, like if there's going to be a swing, you want to make a swing. This is the swing. CBS Sports Network had a great graphic up in seven years. The
1: amount of different coaches and managers we've seen in New York is ridiculous. It's been terrible. Look at that number. Yeah. I mean, my God, between the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Mets.
3: Oof, crazy. I mean, you you go from uh, Tortorella to Elaine Vigneault, David Quinn, Gerard Gallant, to now Peter Laviolette, Jack Capuano, Doug Waite, Barry Trotz, Lane Lambert, now to Patrick Waugh. Oh, my God. I a mean, lot uh, of names. A lot of names. Like You've uh, got to have some stability somewhere along the <laughs> Well, look at the
1: Yankees. Joe Girardi, Aaron Boone. There you go. you got stability. Uh, Devil's Golden Knights tonight. Nick Dunlap won the American Express. He's an amateur.
2: Hey, uh, by good. the way, read this. There's a picture of Nick Dunlap. Okay? okay. And there's a quote on top of it. Now, Boomer pooped all over Nick Dunlap earlier this morning. I did what not is it, what
3: it. I did not. What does it read? Wow. It says, what does it say? It says, pressure is a privilege. Yeah, that's right. And that he, is right. And, and you know it's true. But, you know, the live slaps weren't there.
1: <laughs> Nor will they be.
3: I know. So it doesn't matter. So good man. for Nicky Dunlap, man. I that hope he goes tremendous. on to win lots of tournaments and lots of money, and then he gets a chance to go to live.
2: Right, for $50 a <laughs> year. Right. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you. they're
3: not knocking on his door right now. You know, him, they might not. be. They might be. <laughs>
2: right. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tuff Studio.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: Hi, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. <clears throat> right as Jordan Love was having a pretty good first half against the San Francisco Forty ers there was a video and picture circulating of the Green Bay Packers' former quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who apparently got a hole in one while this was going
3: on. <laughs> now, of course, he did. <laughs>
2: So I have to give credit to Sean Morash because he's the first one that put this out there. He said, if people actually believe this was going, this this actually happened when Jordan Love was playing the way he was in the first half, then I got, I got a bridge to sell you essentially. it probably did, but it is funny to think that Aaron Rodgers would be that narcissistic to be like, you know what, my replacement is in the playoffs and the divisionals. Keeping with the San Francisco 49ers, you know, let me put something out there just to reestablish my dominance. Oh, yeah, I just had a hole in one, oh, by the way, Man,
3: with my torn Achilles. I think about two teams in the NFL right now, the Packers being one of them, and the other one being the Houston Texans. They've got the coaching quarterback. They're good. they got young players. they got plenty of money underneath the salary cap. I mean, these are teams that are going to be really good for the next 10 years. I mean, they should be. And by the way, Green Bay is the youngest team in the league. And when you see their wide receivers, like nobody really knows who they are. It just goes to show you that wide receivers are a dime a dozen, man. You don't have to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. just to get a a big play wide receiver. There will be probably 18 to 20 wide receivers coming out in this draft. 15 of them you've never heard of uh, that are going to be really good players. And when you take a look at these players that the that the, uh, the Green Bay Packers have and the offense they're running, I mean, would Aaron Rodgers be doing that? That's not, well, his, that's not his game.
2: I mean, the last year he – right. You, you are right about that. And the last year he was there, he did have the thumb injury, and they came up short, and they had that chance to go into the postseason by beating the Lions at home. And they couldn't do it. So, uh, I mean, it's easy for me to say, no, he wouldn't be doing it, because you're right. I mean, it it is not. And he – But then again, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers came back this year for the Jets and and had a phenomenal season. I can't put anything past that
3: guy. This this offense that they're running is the the go-to offense in the NFL. It's the San Francisco offense, the Miami offense, the Texans offense, uh, the 49er offense. I mean, this is the Packer offense. All these guys are all from the Shanahan tree, you know what I mean? Yeah, very incestuous. I mean, they all are having Zach Taylor, same thing, the Bengal offense. They're all having major success, and that's why, you know, you think about the offense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. You think about Ben Johnson for Detroit. Ben Johnson, we're being told, or at least I was told, that he is the guy that's going to be the commander's next head coach. So it seems like it's a done deal. It's been back-channeled, and everybody knows that it's happening, at least internally, that has not been reported anywhere else, I don't think. But I do believe that Ben Johnson, the O.C. of the Lions, is going to be the next head coach of the Commander. All right, so that's the scuttlebutt amongst the NFL elite. Right. So, And also, congratulations to Antonio Pierce. Yep. He gets the Raiders job. Good for him. Good move by... Mark Davis keeps the players happy. They still have to find a GM. That's, that's the thing that they're looking for now.
2: And apparently Tom Coughlin is going to advise Antonio that's Pierce great. as he fills out his staff, which is awesome. That's a cool Giants connection. And you, you lean on the greats. You lead on the people that you worked for. So that is that is good. And he's going to have what? to get a great offensive coordinator there.
3: Let me ask you a question. Yeah. And I don't know the answer to this. I, th- I think this guy is working for the league now. But and I know I see him on NFL today every now and again. I mean uh, NFL Network every now and again. What like what's going on with Jerry Reese? Like why doesn't he get another chance?
2: I don't know. I, I have mean, no idea. Did he not
3: build two Super Bowl teams?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean especially that that first one that draft he had in two thousand and seven. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw was a part of that. There was a million guys that drafted that year that contributed. He brought in
3: Antonio Pierce.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. I
3: I would think, like, if you were Antonio Pierce, like that guy would be the first guy that I'd make a phone call. Assuming that they have a good relationship. I am assuming that, but I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think Jerry Reese works, I think, now for the league. And I think he also works for NFL Network, and he does a lot of draft stuff and things of that nature. Yeah,
2: I don't, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing in... That I'm seeing right now, what exactly he's doing. I mean, and he hasn't been the general manager there. I mean, this is since general 2017. manager in
3: he won two. Yeah, well, you know, Patrick Waugh hasn't coached since 2016.
2: No, no. no. What my, my my point is oh, is that he hasn't gotten another job in a very long time. He
3: won two Super Bowls. I know. So
2: I'm yeah, I'm hammering your your point. you are very very aggressive today. You very. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all the people with the suit. I mean, I'm just I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying it's been a long time. What you mean, you know, all people the suit. What people all over you for the suit. I don't know if There's you're taking that people, out. I don't know if this is misplaced anger. I don't know if it's misplaced anger here. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm agreeing with you, and you're, 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 you're uh, slamming me. You're slamming me with the Patrick Waugh thing. You're slamming me with the Bob the Wiley
3: thing. loved the suit. Terry Percet loved the suit. Jeff Ruby loved the suit. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Archie Manning loved the suit. Did he? Yeah, look yeah look at that Archie Manning yeah Archie Manning That's nice. pretty good and I told him I said thanks Archie It's back from your day hope you guys are well yeah. I mean I, I got a lot of Pat Fazio uh, Fazio. Uh, you know uh, Joe winter's buddy <laughs> Loved the suit yeah hey I got a lot of, I got a lot of people liked it a lot of people didn't I don't really care it doesn't matter but you do remember it yeah yeah
2: I um I just I'm just saying there's something going on. Like Because I'm agreeing with you, and you're snapping right back at me. I don't know what it is, Monday morning, me lack of sleep or something. Got I got no know.
3: sleep. out of watched the Ranger game when I got home last night.
2: But like I was you're playing
3: out in California, for God's
2: sake. But if you go back, just to recap that whole thing. So I was going back to see the last time I was a general manager to, to, to make your point even stronger. About well, thank you. I he's been out it. of the league for a while. Happened, it's, and it's silly that he's been out of the, And you're like, well,
3: Patrick was a coach in 2016. What does that mean? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just, I, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little tired this morning. I'm with you. I'm with, with you. i
2: not. We're, we're, we're a team here. And I got to do Monday
3: QB today on CBS Sports Network today.
2: Well, well hey, it's a privilege to be on TV that much. That's guys the way are I just,
3: look at it. They're, they're grinding
2: me into the ground, man. Hey, Super Bowl year for CBS. Top talent has to be out there. This is what you were made for. These Top moments. Talent. Top talent, yes. I mean, think about it. Look at all the people that were commenting on what you were wearing yesterday, the millions and millions of people that are watching millions. NFL today. Millions. Millions and millions. Yeah. And now you're back out there, CBS Sports Network, then you're going to be AFC Championship games, going to be a huge number, Super Bowl 58, Vegas. I mean, this is this is your time. You know, you can't be, you can't be
3: napping. You got to be out there. I am out there. <laughs> you got to be the out Super there. Super Bowl's greatest commercials, too. Don't forget that. Is that this week? Next week? Oh, it's next week. It's after the the championship game, so I think Tuesday, Wednesday, next week. Yeah, you know, I've got uh,
2: I've got a, a rough week as well. I've got to go to the DMV this week because for some reason they're going to suspend my license because I haven't had an eye test. I don't I don't know how this happened, but out of nowhere, I get an email that says. You've got X amount of time to come in and get an eye test, and we're suspending your licenses. Where the hell this come from?
3: You know what? Because you're a legitimate taxpaying uh, citizen. They just up your a, <laughs> 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 a, yes. a They're
0: just all over you. <laughs> CBS Sports you know Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.